Hello, my friends. How are you today? You're listening to the St. Mark Bemidji Sunday Edition Podcast. This podcast features a replay of our Sunday sermon, or on occasion, a sermon from another Well Sister Church. If you enjoy what you've heard today, you might also enjoy our weekday devotions, which you will automatically get if you subscribe to this podcast. Additionally, you might consider sharing it with a friend. Each and every podcast has a share link in its description, which can be found in the same podcast app that you're listening to right now, whether it's your phone or a computer. I've tried to make the link to it obvious. Let me know if it isn't at john.kirk at stmarksbemidji.org. Share God's Word and share love to your neighbor. Today's sermon is titled, You Must Be Ready, and is based on Luke chapter 12, verses 35 through 40. Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them washing when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Now, let's join Pastor Zamzow for this week's sermon. Only the Bible can help us this present hour. Only the Bible can help us understand this present hour, these present relationships, these present jobs, these present friendships, these present relationships. Only the Bible can help us understand this present hour. Only the Bible can help us understand the value of this present hour. Because only the Bible knows eternity. In these last Sundays of the church year, indeed this is the last Sunday of the church year before we begin a new one at an Advent, and whether knowingly or not, we have been doing this thing where we set our lives, our fragile, mortal, temporary lives, in this present hour, against that hedge, against that rock, of eternity. And Jesus' words in the Gospel for today help us to do this in a very interesting way. First of all, He gives us the example of servants waiting for the return of their Master. And secondly, He illustrates the end in terms of a break-in. And we can condense this whole text down into our Savior's four own words. You must be ready. And with these words, Jesus frames the life of a believer. He helps us to understand the measure of the present hour. And it's the same as a group of servants. He says it's the same as a a group of servants who's waiting for their master to return home from a wedding banquet. It would be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night 
or toward daybreak. When I was a kid, I remember that my mom, on certain occasions, would turn the house upside down and do her best to eliminate any visible speck of dust that the human eye was able to pick up. And she would only clean this way under one circumstance. Grandma was coming over. I don't know what happened. I was, I was sitting there on the chair one day and, and I, don't, I was watching her and, and I think she, I, w- I saw her vacuum a rug like three times. And I looked up at her and I said, Mom, who's coming over? Grandma or Jesus? And I was kind of being mean, I suppose, and, and not appreciating the fact that my mom was putting in a lot of hard work to make the house look nice for, for visitors. But it kind of serves as an example. You know, if we're the servants of the Lord, we know that this isn't just grandma coming over. It is, in fact, Jesus. And when He comes back, how will He find His servants? Will He find the house a mess? Will He find His servants arguing over who's most valuable in the kingdom? Will He find them upset or fretting or worried about the things in this, in this temporary life? Will He find them upset or worried or bickering or, or arguing about things that, that happen in the church or in the home? Will He find us preoccupied with our own goings-on to have given a care to the work that He has set before us to do? And I think there's part of Jesus' words that really grate against us. And it serves as a preaching of the law in its own way. When he, talks about, uh, when he talks about servants waiting even to the wee hours of the morning for their Lord to come back. And I don't know, maybe it's just because we're 21st century Americans, but we have this mentality, no, I'm not serving anybody. Are you kidding me? I'd rather be served. I'm not going to serve anybody. And, and stay up and wait? Stay up and wait till the wee hours of the morning? Now, some of you parents with teenage kids, you might stay up until the wee hours of the morning waiting for your kids to get back, but certainly nobody else. And even when your kids get back, you are definitely not serving them, sending them to bed. But remember this. Who's coming back? This isn't our children. This isn't the pop-in surprise visit from Grandma. The Master is Jesus. Remember who He is. The One who came not to be served, but the One who came to serve. The One who came to give His life and to shed His blood as a ransom for you. We are not awaiting the return of some gaudy Lord dressed in purple and decked out in jewels. We're awaiting somebody who loves you. We're awaiting somebody who loves you and I more than maybe we can even comprehend. How do we know what it's like 
to have had somebody on their mind from eternity. How do we know what it's really like to have somebody on their mind even before they've they've become flesh and blood? Yet Jesus had you in mind. He had me in mind. Even as He hung there and He died there bleeding on the cross, the Master Jesus knew you. And the Lord knows you and I better than we know ourselves. And only He knows the measure of every single one of our hours. Because only He knows the measure of eternity. The eternity that He's won for you. And so in love, He tells us, be ready. He says, you must be ready. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Be at the door and be prepared. And that begs the question then, how? Well, we're servants, right? And what do servants do? We serve. Servants of the Lord serve each other in love. We deal patiently and lovingly with each other as the Lord has dealt patiently and lovingly with us. Servants of the Lord forgive one another as the Lord has forgiven them. And the servants of the Lord set out to do the work that He has set before us. The work that He has entrusted us with. To go and share the love of the Master. To tell the world. To tell friends, neighbors, relatives, co-workers, no matter what, no matter who, that we're waiting for the Master. And it's not a Master who is here to crack a whip over our heads, but rather that the whip was cracked over His back. And the work He calls us to do is the work of peace. To spread the message of a promise made and a promise fulfilled, sins forgiven, hope, life. The measure of every hour in view of eternity. A life lived ready for eternity. And since we're on the doorstep of Advent, Maybe our minds begin to turn to the words of the angels to the shepherds. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to men on whom His favor rests. That's the message Jesus came with. And that's the message that we stand ready with. Because we just don't know We don't know the hour. We don't know when. Jesus issues a second warning. He says, understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. And the warning here also helps us understand the value of every single hour, every single relationship, every single opportunity to serve. Because it sets our lives in view of eternity. Because yeah, we just don't know. We don't know any more than when a homeowner is robbed. Shock? Surprise? Bewilderment? Is that how we'll be found? It puts that question in our minds. How will we be found? If the Lord were to come back in the next couple instances, well, He'd find us in church and that's a good place to be. But what if not? 
This isn't a surprise visit from Grandma. This is the Lord. Will He find you and I in weakness? Will He find you and I in fear? Will He find you and I maybe in sin? He will come back when we least expect. You know, there's plenty of people out there that try to decode the Bible. Try to figure out some secret message that it has within to try to find out when the end of all things is going to be. To be fair, I'm not entirely sure what they're missing when it comes down to this verse. When we least expect. Or like a thief in the night. We're not going to figure it out. And at any rate, what point would that serve? Knowing when the Lord is going to come back. So that we could go and live however we want? And then like repent at the last minute? No. The point here is be ready. Rather, instead of all that, this underscores the importance of staying ready and staying ready in the Word. It drives home the necessity of regular church attendance, Bible study, home devotion. It drives home the point of even the simplest things in life, teaching your children to pray, teaching your children to forgive, teaching each other to forgive as Jesus forgave, encouraging fellow brothers and sisters with a servant's heart that we live and that we serve and that we grow only in the grace and in the promise that God has given us. That every hour of our lives has value because we don't know when we will stand on that last day, on that brink of eternity. So you must be ready. Remember Peter's warning? Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour. When a lion hunts, what does a lion go after? Does he go after the strong, fast, healthy animal in the herd? No, he goes after the sick one and the weak one. You must be ready. How do we stand ready and stay healthy for that last day when we know that the Lord will come back? How do we run this race? How do we face that last great day when we know that we know is surely coming when the Lord will come back? We don't face it in fear and terror. No, the Christian who knows the promise of God, who knows that the blood of Jesus was spilled for them, who knows that the Lord, the Son of God, took the very pain of hell upon Himself and paid for the sin of the world, the servant who is ready with that message faces that last great day or faces the day of their death with confidence, knowing full well that it's not about what you or I have done or what you or I have not done, but rather what the Master Jesus has accomplished for us all. And that's a message that's contrary to everything in the world. That Christ has done it all for you. The price for sin, the price for guilt is paid. Heaven is open. And that is our hope. That's how we stand ready. That's how we keep the lamps trimmed and burning because so quickly we forget. So quickly and so easily we get wrapped up in the things of this world and we forget about that promise and the grace that God has given. 
Now, many of you know that I'm a little bit of a Germanophile, not a ger- germaphobe. A Germanophile, that means I like you know, the German language and history and culture. They have a word for the last day that I've always loved. Der Jüngsten Tag. It doesn't mean the last day. It doesn't mean the end of days. It doesn't mean judgment day. Der Jüngsten Tag means the youngest day. That's their word for the last day. Because it's the first day of eternity. It's the day that frames our entire lives. That one day alone stands on the edge of eternity. And that one and final day will have no evening. The sun won't go down. But for the Christian and the, 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 the servants of the Lord who stand ready with the Gospel message, that day will never end. From then on, light eternal. No more pain, no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more hunger, no more tears. Friends, when our Lord returns, that's what awaits you, that's what awaits me. Even if we should shut our eyes in death first, the first thing that these eyes will see again when they open is this youngest day. The Master, the Lord returning. The Lord that loves you more than you and I can even possibly know or imagine. The One who has called you into His service by His grace. The Master that loves you more than you know. He's coming back. He's coming back to call us home. So you must be ready. Amen. That's all there is for today. But we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's Word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday through Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. We also cordially invite you to join us for church every week at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. If you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website at www.stmarksbemidji.com. Dot O-R-G.